tells you you are the only beautiful person in the world to them, they are lying to you. I'm going to repeat that. If anybody ever tells you you are the only and most beautiful person in the world to you, they are lying to you. It, it, like Audience. They... Everybody is attracted to multiple people, except for people who are attracted to no people. And there are people, yes. there are utterly asexual people who are attracted to no one. Yes. But if if someone is attracted to you, I guarantee they are attracted to other people. They are attracted at least to other people who look like you. Yeah. I think your point brought me back to the whole thing of being secure. You and you yourself, and Lilo herself, and then you two combined, creating a relationship are secure enough with both yourselves and the relationship to be like, well, yeah, she's hot. And she, she goes, yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. I do that with her all the time. When she's like, she's like, I find, what would you say the you, other you day? You tell her, wow, you're hot. And she's like, yeah, I am. I am hot. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking gorgeous. Your friends? What? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if she's ever listening. Are you serious? Yeah. I can message her if you want. But uh, um, no, uh, the other day she said, she's like, Rain Wilson is hot. I think you said he's he's attracted because he's like funny, and uh, no, not Rain Wilson. Um, Bill Hader. Yes, Bill Hader. Uh, yeah, Stefan, you know, yeah. he's like especially as Stefan. Um, and she just said it kind of was like she's like he's he's attractive, he's really attractive, and because he was doing like an Irish uh, the Irish uh, SNL sketch, and it was funny. And Kate McKinnon was hot in that too. Both of them, both being Irish. Yeah, and and I did have that kind of that moment. I was like, he is mm-hmm. like and. And it's funny because Bill Hader isn't a classically handsome dude, you know, but because he's he's I've seen him in interviews. He's he's hilarious. He seems really sweet. He's smart. And and, you know, he just he seems he seems like an all around fun guy. And it was one of those things where if I I think if you just forego like, oh, so now you want to fuck Bill Hader? Am I not funny? Am I not? I can do an Irish accent, too. You know, like whatever. If that just if that's not even part of your thought process, it is so fucking liberating. Yeah, it is, and it is freeing, and it is, uh, it's empowering. Yeah, you know, because then you can just live in that. Yeah, and I've told her before that if if she did say I I want to go somewhere else, I'm hoping I'm at the level. I'm like, well, I don't want you to go, but if legit that's where your heart is, I can't stop you. You know, I th- I think people have a problem with that part. Mm-hmm. I can't stop you. Right. Like, and any, and same thing. If anybody ever said that they could, they're lying. And this, there's another thing I wanted to say about a thing you said a second ago. So I'm going to say this and then I'm going to jump right on that. Cool. Um, this is the thing that like keeps me from having to worry what? about jealousy. Um, so much. I mean, I still get jealous sometimes a little bit, but like one of the big things, this, this sounds, I don't know if this sounds bad or not. But one of the things that keeps me going is like... I feel you, by the way, if, those little times. If I find out <clears throat> that Lilo is cheating on me, or if Lilo's like, hey, there's this guy, and I really want to go in a, go be in a relationship with him, my thought is like, well, okay, then this is done. And like, it's it's that, it's that that kind of relieves some of the jealousy, because I'm like, I don't need to be jealous. All I need to do is say, then we're over. Yeah, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to be hurt by it being over. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to still feel like, well, I wish that that could have kept going or like, I'm not sure what there is in that guy that, that, that yeah, I don't yeah. have, yeah, but yeah. I don't feel the need to be confrontational about like, like, Oh God, what if you're fucking this guy? Like <laughs> I, okay. If you're fucking that guy, what if you're fucking that guy? If you're fucking that guy, then we're done. That's yeah. what if that's, that's, that's the solution. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not going to try to fix this if that's what's going on. I don't, cause I, I will say for myself, I'm not a polyamorous person. I know that full well. And if I find out that like that somebody I'm with is with somebody else, I'm like, Nope, I, yeah, yeah. I will not be part of this. Yeah. Um, there's definitely, there's definitely levels. I can tell you that. Like we've talked to like, there's, there's ways you can navigate around it. Like even me, I, I actually, my, my metaphor for it is I, I, it's, it's pretty deeply hibernated, yeah. my, my, that part of me. And also because, I don't know if I grew out of it a little bit or anything, but just the need for th- all of that went away yeah. for me personally. Does it mean it's not there? I don't think so. Yeah. Because I still find myself being able to connect. What? So, I Did you want to say something, Allison? I do. Do you want to jump on mic and say something? I do. Uh, just on that point, um, I think it took you finding the right partner to I don't want 
to say deal with that part of you, but like. Oh, she's just she's just praising stuck, herself right now. Isn't she? I'm, but no, I'm just. But it took okay you finding it. like me, basically. <laughs> I was. I was the me. reason. Even if it's not me, and you find someone who is better suited for that part of you, I mean, you and I have talked about it and hibernate or not hibernated, but like molded our relationship to fit both of our needs, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's weird how much acceptance can do for any relationship. And I know we're sticking on very much partner to partner, but like you and I have a relationship, buddy. You have a relationship with your mother, your dad, your friends. You know, um, I have a relationship with my, my, my mother, my dad, my yep. sisters, my friends, everybody. And it's weird how acceptance, like, it's not about it's not the same thing as accepting your child is 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 like a crack addict and you're just like well he's gonna do crack so let him do crack but in a way you do have to accept like well yes you you love crack don't you um uh, buddy <laughs> yeah buddy. um uh you should probably look now uh the zombie just broke free oh, of its Jesus. chains we gotta go. we'll be right back hold on wait, wait, hold on we gotta we gotta grab Oh, God, that's gross. Oh, fuck, there's blood everywhere. Oh, uh, why did I hit him again? Oh, God. Uh, uh, sorry, buddy, I'm stepping in it. Let's, let's just sit back, sit back down, sit back down. Uh, folks, uh, uh, why, why did you put the microphone next to your feet while you walked through the zombie guts? Oh, you know, I thought maybe it would give a more well-rounded experience to our viewers. Yeah, I'm sure they oh, wanted to hear that. Um, folks, unfortunately, we have killed our guest. Uh, so we oh. no longer have a zombie, a walker from Walking Poor Dead. Walker, Texas Ranger. Uh, I mean, it's his own fault for being a fucking zombie. How did he break the chain? Oh, I see. Um, I didn't lock it to anything. It was probably the problem. He's just been standing there really? of his own free will this whole time. Buddy. You... <laughs> I wonder if that was psychological. I mean, I guess we just proved it. We psychologically proved that if you just tie uh, a zombie. I'm chained. I'm chained. Oh, damn it. <laughs> he Wait just... a second! I'm not chained up. Ah, <laughs> brains. He's like, institutionalization is an illusion. I can move on wherever I want. <laughs> um, can I can I start to backtrack through our episode to touch all the things that we did not? Uh, where it was like, hey, I want to say something about that. And yeah, then yeah. We didn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... uh, but just but yeah, just saying that that. <laughs> so yes, I can. But <laughs> yes, no. you can. But not yet. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, no, uh, what was I saying? That just, uh, acceptance. Shut up. Yes, I was. You shut your hooker face. You were talking about, uh, like a crack addict. Except, yeah, a crack addict. Yeah, acceptance. Accepting of, that you're a crack addict. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah. Do you have any? Um, uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh. Oh, I feel. Why does crack make me? Why is crack a downer for I don't me? Know. Lucky for you, Walker Texas Walker was a was a crack dealer before he yeah, turned yeah. into a zombie. He just had. He just if you if you hey buddy pound on his pockets and it's just gonna be this puff. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, just just how how acceptance can really help shape you and 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 more so just healthily shape you if you are if you're polyamorous if you are. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of other things that might like if you have a if you have a mental disorder or something like that if you have an addiction how sometimes acceptance and people who care about you can help you accept it and then you mold yourself better for it it can really it can assist you sure. that's all I'm saying yeah. um so yes it is basically highlighting your point as having a having a partner who says oh like oh polyamory that's that's a that's a thing it's not a threatening thing it's just a thing and and, and I'm not supposed to be threatened by it because like Am I gonna be threatened by you because you're Italian? That'd be stupid. Like that would be. We are a dangerous folk. We all we have lots of salami. We can hit you over the head with that just or something. Concrete, concrete levels of salami that are just. Can you imagine like going into battle against Italians and you have like the U.S. Army with their automatic assault rifles mm-hmm. and Italians are just running at you with salamis mm-hmm. and they like, beat the U.S. Ah! Army. Yeah. Ah, mozzarella. You know, you know how they beat them though is they feed them really well. And then mm-hmm. the U.S. Army is like, oh, we can't. 
we can't kill you guys. And that's when they strike. That's yeah, no, yeah, sure, yeah. Oh, I, was I thought you were going to make it a peaceful ending, but sure, the Italians kill everyone. <laughs> we're the terrorists. They took everybody to a lovely family-style dinner, all ten thousand soldiers, and they were just like, "This is good. Oh my God, I love Italy. It's great." Get this em! is made by my mama my, and my mama and, and the, my mama and the my mama. Oh, keep that's, eating. The- that's all it is. The Italian army is just a bunch of Italian moms <laughs> and their stoves. Yep. Well, dude, I would not go to I wouldn't go to war with Italian moms, black moms, Mexican moms. They they're, they're ass kickers. Just white moms. Just you, white you'd moms. You go to war with white moms. Maybe just white You're moms. You're racist and sexist. No, I mean maybe not even white moms. Like if I had to deal with like white moms would show up and be like I want to speak to the manager. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd be like this is my manager bitch and that's when you have the gun. Mhm. She's like you shot me with this. This is this is race. I don't even know what she would say. What a white mom would say. They'd but, be they'd be kind of like, they'd probably be like middle middlemen. He's not going to let me go back to these. I uh, no 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 please. <laughs> Sorry buddy. Um, my apologies. So, uh, you mentioned I was just talking to a friend the other day. You mentioned um, the idea of like having those feelings for somebody, but not necessarily having a sexual attraction of any kind. That there's nothing about sex for it. Yes. Um, platonic platonic. Uh, though you and I are gay buddies. Uh, I am not actually gay. For those that that know, um, I I would Neither absolutely my, my I would absolutely be bisexual if I enjoyed penis, but I don't. So therefore, <laughs> sexually, I am straight because yeah. I only enjoy vaginas. Um, but I know. I know a guy. There is there is there is a friend of mine, male friend of mine, who I think is gorgeous, and I. I, mean, I have like the hardest time even talking to him. I have the same like. You know, when you're in high school and you have that, there's that like gorgeous girl that you're just like, I, I can't, I don't even, I, I'm sorry I talked to you. Like that, <laughs> that's how I am with this guy. And I'm just like, I can't. You seem to do okay around me, buddy. I, yeah, yeah uh, well. It's not me, I know. I, I have, a, I have I've been, I've been, it's, I've been really, I've been drinking a lot. That's how I get through it, buddy. <laughs> um, no, it's not you. I'm it's not sorry. Me. It's okay. Um, I know I'm not. What's this guy, what's this guy look like? I'm, I, I can't tell you because if I tell you, then he'll know I'm talking about him if he's listening. Oh, and really? I don't want him to know that I'm talking about him. I'm Fair embarrassed. Um, oh my God, he's verklempt. Um, I just, I seriously like. You're like, you're he, like the guy on the on the on the Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, I, I have, I have a very serious crush on him. Um, but it's it's in no way sexual. I don't want to see or touch his penis. I don't want his penis anywhere near me. I just like <laughs> he just has an ugly penis. He's gorgeous, that, that's but right. just, that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. I like. I I just find it so strange. And I only realized recently that like I've known I've known that I had trouble talking to him for a while, and I always just thought it was my social awkwardness. But it's not the same kind of trouble that I have with people where I'm like I I don't know you very well, and I don't know what to say around you. Yeah. With him, it's very much like I I feel like I know you well enough to talk with you but i just can't like come up with the right thing to say like i'm trying to say the right thing and i can't do it and it was only recently that i realized like it's it's like having a crush on the hottest girl in 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 school yeah yeah. it's very much like that (laughs) interesting Um, so there that that is my that is my uh argument for your case um Mm. or my example for your case that like it does not have to necessarily be about sex it doesn't have to be a sexual thing i think you can absolutely find chemistry and a connection with person with a person without having any desire to be sexual with them yeah yeah um do oh yeah uh, there's another part yeah yeah you had another point there are four things here that we just moved on from that's right okay um so I, I have a question for you. Yes, buddy. Um, something that I'm interested uh, in in your like in your opinion on what constitutes cheating. What is oh. the line? Yeah. How far can you go with a person before you're technically cheating? Yeah, yeah. What constitutes cheating? I think so. There's the there's the obvious. Okay, I I broke the physical I broke the physical barrier mm-hmm. uh, based off the off the relationship, right? Right. I, I engaged in, I engaged in s- sexual con- contact. So clearly, like we can say, like sex with a person outside of your relationship when you don't have an agreed upon, like yeah, you, know, you can have sex with people outside your relationship. If you're in a monogamous relationship and you have sex with somebody else outside of your relationship, yeah, that's I'd, cheating. Yeah, I'd say that's obviously. a yeah, I'd say that's a definitive line. Right. You know, um, so the line lies somewhere before that. Yeah, probably there's probably something before that. But I also I also think there's emotional cheating, um, to where, 
how how you said where you're kind of inadvertently and purpose no no you are you might not know the extent but you know you're not giving the person you've said that you're devoted to the time of day uh-huh. and you're giving all of your emotional uh uh and you're giving all your emotional mental spiritual and just time to somebody else right it's kind of like the best way I can put it is like if somebody legit made you laugh more than me, that's a problem, I think. I know I would probably have – I'm pretty confident with a lot of things now that I'm a little older. But if you were just like, oh, my God, fucking <laughs> Jeffrey said the funniest thing and you just go to cloud 12 because you talked about the joke that Jeffrey told you. <laughs> and I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, I I haven't even got her to 12 fucking cloud 10 and a half, you know. Um, and you're just, you just light up because Jeffrey is there and (laughs) I'll probably be like, well, damn, you know what I mean? Um, and then you can't even tell me the joke because you're laughing so hard about it. You know, I think that's probably a line about, of, of cheating, like a a line. Right. Yeah. You gotta be, everyone's gotta be. Yeah. Don't, if you laugh at anybody else's jokes, we're done. She laughs at my jokes, buddy. We're done. You take, you like, you take so, me on a date to like a comic. <laughs> <laughs> and like a good comic, too. Like, and, and, yeah, and buddy, you're sitting there like, ha, 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 You look over, she's like, hmm, we're done. <laughs> One little giggle. Yeah. All it takes. It's not um, even like a big giggle. She's like, oh. <laughs> how could you? You're driving. You're, I'm, you're, you're walking home. <laughs> So, um, so let me ask this on the emotional cheating side, I'm going to get to the physical side in a second, but on the emotional cheating side, um, just based off of the things that I've talked about with my relationship with Lilo and she knows about my crush on said person, uh, (laughs) and she's cool with it or she says she is. Um, I just, okay. I just kind of figured out a way. Go ahead, please. What? uh, So uh, like, it's okay. Like clearly we we were all kind of agreed in this room that checking out another person like walking down the street and you're like, Oh, that girl's really hot. Yeah. That girl is really hot is not emotional cheating. Just recognizing somebody's attractiveness is not an emotional cheating. Am I emotionally cheating on Lilo by having a crush on this person that I have? I am not sexually attracted to, but like definitely like there's a crush there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But also like how, how far would I have to pursue that crush? Is having a crush enough to be an emotional cheat, or do you have to pursue the crush? Yeah, yeah. Or... You've told her. So the deception. Yes. The deception largely is. I would. Yeah. Cheating. I would say, and I would say no because you you were you were open about it, and I think that actually brought me to my point. Cheating could be defined as you are willfully breaking the barriers of the relationship. Yeah. Whether it be hiding from those barriers or just blatantly crossing them. Uh, um, because you, every, every relationship has boundaries, mm-hmm. you know, um, and rightfully so. Um, you know, and those boundaries fluctuate between person to person or relationship to relationship. But if you, how you said, if you deceive past those barriers or, or break them and with no regard to your, to your partner's feelings, I think that could probably encompass cheating, you know? Um, and it has levels. It has, it has, uh, many faces. Not not that many because I think they're base faces, but there's I think there's multiple how you said multiple reasons for it. Yeah, is it ever right? Mm, no, I don't yeah. think so. Right. Um, uh, so, Allison, I want to ask you this question. If you want to, I, I hope the mic is picking you up when you're talking away from the mic because otherwise we're just gonna have like moments of. Yeah, I hope so. So. I want to ask you, because, buddy, you and I have had a porn episode of this. So I think it's agreed upon <laughs> that you and I both watch porn. Um, a little bit. Uh, Allison, are you cool with Joseph watching porn? Only if he's cool that I watch porn. I mean, we both I, – I, I never thought of that as, like, a cheating thing. Sure. Um, I – I mean, I started watching porn when I was a teenager and didn't think that it was anything bad. I was never told that it was anything bad. And so getting into relationships, I was always, especially when I was a teenager, I was seen as that cool girl that watches porn and she's my girlfriend and whatever. But, I mean, so that's not really 
a thing for me. So my follow-up to that, to test the line of what cheating is, mm-hmm. what and does Joseph have to tell you every time he watches porn? Does he have to be like, hey, I'm going to go watch porn right now? No. Okay. I'm, I'm doing it right now. I didn't uh, do <laughs> no. <laughs> so now here's this. What if Joseph is out at like a bar or something? I don't know why you're – do you go to the bar, buddy? Never. No. So he <laughs> ran, randomly one night he decides to go to a bar, and I'm he shocked. meets this crazy attractive woman at the bar. Um, and, uh, and he, he – and, and like she's totally down for going home. He's totally down for going home simply for like Joseph's going to sit on the couch, mm-hmm. and she's going to stand like across the room from him and get naked. Okay. And then he's going to like jerk off to that. He didn't tell you about it. He's just going to do it. Is that okay? Not the fact that he's going to do it would bother me. I don't care. I'd want to be there because that sounds hot as fuck. But the fact that he didn't tell me. But he didn't tell you about watching the porn either. And that was okay. But that's different. And so this is the brunt of my question. What is different? Why is it different that he can go online and look at a naked woman on a computer screen versus having a naked woman in in the room with him, but he's not touching her, he's not doing anything to her, he's just masturbating to her the same way that he would the girl on the computer screen. I think because I, there's a couple components to that. I know that he watches porn. He knows that I watch porn. We watch porn together. Like, it's a thing. There's a barrier there. Mm-hmm. He's never met that person. He's never met that girl who's taking off her clothes. He can't talk to her. Most times. Like, she's not there. <laughs> I mean, so yeah. he, he, can, he can, but she, she's not going to talk back. Exactly. Oh, she's my God, you're so there. hot. I'm like, Daphne, talk to me. She's like, yeah, put it in my ass. Yeah, Daphne. Why, why aren't you saying it? I don't want to put it in your ass. Put it in my ass. I don't want to. Oh, yeah, that feels so good. I love it in my ass. I didn't even put it in your ass. <laughs> I didn't even put it there. You want the pizza? Put it in my ass. That's weird. <laughs> you want the pizza in your ass? Yeah, baby. Yeah. Pepperoni. yeah baby. And the guy talks. <laughs> Yeah, you want me to slap you with my dick? Where'd you come from? <laughs> Two-person conversation. <laughs> but no, like, there's no, there's been no connection there. He went online, pulled up a website, she's beautiful and lovely, and he jacked off to that. If he met somebody at the bar, there's alcohol involved. There's a connection, obviously, because they had to talk. It wasn't just he went up to her and was like, hey, do you want to go home and take your clothes off? And she was like, totally, yeah. So what if he's walking down the street? <laughs> And a lady comes up to him. And a, and a beautiful woman walks up to him, and she's like, do you want to see me naked? And he's this. like, yes. <laughs> well, hold on. Hold on. I will say this. Him and I have an understanding. If he is out and he meets a lovely woman or man, whatever, they hit it off, they have a connection, he tells that person, if you want to come home with me, I have to check with my lady. If she's cool, it's going to be a thing together. Mm-hmm. It's not just going to be you and me unless she's 100% okay with that, which, depending on the situation, I may or may not be. And it fluctuates. Yes. Same thing. If I meet somebody and I'm like, hey, I have to check with my man. Mm-hmm. That's just our our relationship. There's that element of freedom, but also that element of respect. So ultimately, it all comes back to communication again. Yes. And respect. And respect is the big thing. Respecting that communication. Yeah. Also, if a random hot woman comes up to me on the street and says, let me get naked for you, buddy, you better be sure that for 10 weeks, I'm not going to believe that ever happened. Because I've never had that kind of anything. Anything remotely resembling that kind of odd luck or circumstance? Never. I'm going to think, this is a prank. You're... It was me. I did yeah. it. I'm actually the woman. Yeah, this lovely Cuban-looking woman is going to take off her face, and it's you. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to recognize no. my, my, my lisp underneath the thing. Yeah. You're like... Because I, 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 I play her as a gay man. Yeah. Like, hey, do you want me to do you want me to come home and get naked for you? I'm all buddy. <laughs> N- no, my name is, is uh, Chandra. Chandra. Yeah. Yes, yeah, Chandra? It's Chandra. Well, you're really pretty, but... Thanks. Hey. And my name's not Buddy, I swear. Oh, wait, say Buddy again? Mm, buddy. Buddy? <laughs> Damn it, how did you know? <laughs> Why am I still doing the voice? You know it's me. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. You're just like, I'm sorry, buddy. I had to try. Yeah, yeah, that, that's true. I mean, with that, did, did, did you and Lilo ever talk about that similar circumstance? Oh, yeah. Well, I have a running thing with Lilo 
Um, and I, I mean, I'm, I'm totally sexist about it. I'm not as open about it as you guys are, but, um, Lilo and I have a, uh, have an agreement that if, uh, she can't do this with another dude, but if she's ever interested in another woman, um, that she has to like, let me know before it happens, but she is allowed to have an experience with that woman so long as it is on film for me to see so that I can have my way of, of partaking in it as well. You've now, granted, Sorry, yeah. I have always had that rule. Yeah. He's always but, had that rule. I mean, granted that extends to like, if she wants to bring that woman home and do it like in my presence, that's fine. My idea with the video is I don't know if that would make the person more or less comfortable to not have me actually there in the room, you know? And if it's the kind of thing where that person's more like, would be like, I'd be more comfortable just going back to your house and doing shit in front of your fiance then fine. Then that's, that works for me too. But like, if it's, I would really rather not have a random guy in the room watching us. Uh, then it just, it's like, it has to be, it has to be available to me as an experience as well. I have to be part of it. So it's similar to the, to the, the idea. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's fine. If I was out without you and I hit it off with someone and like, like you're in Oregon or whatever, and I'm down here. And I met somebody, and I'm like, hey, she and I, he and I, really hit it off. Probably going to be a she. Really hit it off. And she wants to come home with me. Is that okay? I would feel, personally, I would feel weird not having you be a part of that. I remember you said that, um, how you thought it was funny that it was uh, for guys. Because I think they said that the only guy she'd probably actually be really comfortable with would probably be either a gay uh, you know, like a like a like a straight curious gay man or a bisexual man. Yeah. Can you ever? I don't know if I ever asked you why not a straight guy. Because we're assholes. Because I already have a straight guy, whom I love. Is that is that uh, that's that's very I love it. It's very sweet. But is that is that legit the only reason? I mean, personally, that's just how I work. Like emotionally, I if I were to be attracted to another straight man. I would automatically feel a sense of unease because that's not you. Where if it was a bi man, a gay man, a woman, that's completely different from you. That's a different type of person. If it was a straight person, that that just causes a sense of unease. And that, that for me, is what constitutes cheating for me, is that sense of unease. If I feel uncomfortable with the situation, I'm already doing something I'm not supposed to be doing. That comes back to the, dece- the deception thing. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if you feel the need to hide what you're doing, then probably it's probably a, wrong. Probably a cheat. Yeah. And, um, there, the, and there is a certain amount of bravery that has to come with that, too. Yeah. Because you might have a feeling of unease, but then to even bring something, a feeling of, un- of, to bring up a feeling of unease and try and hopefully not to go, to basically do a job and not play the problem. Right. That's very hard to do. Yeah. Um, which is why Job is. <laughs> <laughs> why Job Will Arnett is brilliant because Job would be like, I absolutely cheated on you, but I did for us. Like, he's like, if I love me, I can, I can have room to love you too. I can like, better love you. I, yeah. You can't love someone else until you love yourself and someone else. <laughs> that's, that's probably, is that a line? Cause that sounds like something. <laughs> that's Job, like a Job line. Yeah. That's exactly. <laughs> yeah. With, with like Job doing the magician yeah. shit on top of the, on the, um, buddy, you remember, uh, okay. So <laughs> you remember the, we, we, we passed over this when I know I wasn't going to ask you this. Um, why don't people take advice from the people who are giving it about their relationships? Yeah. You will, you will be quick to take it, but to actually execute the advice that you're given, nobody ever does it. Why, why do you think that? So here's, here's, this is based just off of my experience. And the fact that I was given a lot of a, a lot of advice about my last relationship that I didn't take, um, I think it goes hand in hand with confirmation bias. Um, the hmm. same way that, like, when you, uh, so like, if 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 you don't know, for those that don't know what confirmation bias is, I don't know if I describe it that well. But the idea that like you are sure that something is true, you learn something in school or just throughout your entire life, you've believed this thing to be true. And someone comes along and says, no, that's not true. Uh, uh, sorry, I'm thinking cognitive dissonance, not confirmation bias. Different thing. Confirmation oh, okay. bias is when, like, 
when people like just play into yeah, what was, you. Well, well it was funny because I was thinking. Again. I actually <laughs> thought it might make sense because it was like maybe somebody was telling you something you wanted to hear. Like, hey man, it's totally well, cool that you did that. You're it, like, oh, I guess yeah, okay. It is. It is a bit of both, but cognitive dissonance was the thing I was after. Um, uh, so let me let me start again. Uh, I think that it has a lot to do with confirmation bias. I mean, cognitive dissonance, uh, uh, but really sort of both. Um, cognitive dissonance is that thing where you know something to be true, and then somebody swoops in and says, well, no, it's not true. This is actually the truth. And you're going, no, it's not. And they go, well, here's all the evidence to show that it's true. And your brain is going, the evidence shows that it's true, but your belief, your heart is telling you like, no, 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 that's not what I learned. That's not what I've b believed all this time. That doesn't, and like that, that, uh, mm. people inconsistent. Yeah. Sorry. It's, it's inconsistent thoughts because it's yeah. being challenged. Right. And that's where people tend to lash out when you challenge like a Trump supporter and you're like, but look at all this stuff that Trump did. And they're like, no, fuck you, man. You're wrong. The anger that wells up within them is largely due to the fact that their brain is trying to figure out a way to justify everything you just told them with their own belief system. And the two things are not compatible. Yeah. Um, that, that dissonance I think is what's going on in the mind of a person who, uh, particularly when a relationship is not going well yeah. and your friends are giving you advice that it's like, just walk away, <clears throat> just walk yeah. away from the relationship. And you're like, no, but I like, I've been in this relationship for five years and I, 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 yeah, right. Like you get the, like, but, but I, but I love him. I love her so very much. Like how, and, and I know, I know deep down they have to love me. And I like, well, but you know, like, honestly, it sounds to me like they're just playing a game with you. No, I know them well enough that they wouldn't do that. That's not what they would do. And you start to get really defensive yep. about, about everything that your friend is telling you. Very vulnerable too. Right. Very vulnerable thing. And because the whole thing is what you want is to keep that relationship going. Like yeah. it hurts too much to let go of it. So you want to keep it going. And this is where the confirmation bias side of it comes in. Anybody who tells you, well, I mean, I guess if you honestly think that much that you're like, that that relationship is worth it, then, then make it work somehow. And oh, you go, and all right, you will great. You that's, will hit the ground running with that. Right. That's you, what I needed to hear. Mm -hmm. I just, I need to go make it work somehow. Yep. And everyone who's telling you like it, it won't work. It can't work. This relationship is over and you should walk away now. And here are the 20 reasons why you should walk away now. And like, look at that thing that they did. And you just, you just said that you can't deal with it, that they did this. <laughs> and you're like, well, no, but I, I can, I can deal with it. Like I could, I could, I could learn to deal with it. That's all just cognitive, cognitive dissonance shit that, yep. that like your brain won't al allow you to accept that the relationship is over. Yep. That's the, that's a very truthful answer. And, and maybe, and that probably ties into the, the programming that they think that you think you have to, I have to make this work. I have to make this work because I, I don't know. But essentially that always leads me to my favorite. If you're an idiot, <laughs> this, is, this is basically it. If you're an idiot, the platters, the platters, song smoke gets in your eyes is perfectly encompasses all manner of of lower level love in my in my opinion which is when your heart's on fire smoke gets in your eyes i yep. love that it's 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 so fucking brilliant and i've always kind of maintained that love evolves excuse me love should evolve with the person i i don't feel the same way about love and relationships i did when i was 14 i sure as hell don't feel about it the same way when i was 18 when I was 25, sure as fuck now that I'm 32. Like, your love and how you perceive love should evolve. If you were to give that very sound advice to somebody who was 18, and I, I have, you know, I have family members and friends who are that young, and they're not going to, that's not, it's literally, it's not even going to, it's not even going to hit their head and, and, and bounce off. It's just going to go, whoop. Like, it's going to, it's going to disappear before it even reaches their ears. It just, it, it's, it's, it's almost like you're speaking to them on mute. You know, they just, they just they just can't and they won't hear you. Mm. And sadly, and I'm sure I'm sure you know this, buddy, that I, I've always found that when you when you are stuck in the the adolescent stupid love part, and I'm going to actually go forth and say this. If you're in the Romeo and Juliet love stage, that's that's I think that's the killer love stage. That's like the high school level love stage. And that doesn't 
that doesn't blow up. That doesn't, or no, excuse me, it does blow up, but disastrously. You know what I mean? Because um, it's high school level drama. Don't make any long term decisions when you're in that phase of love. Yeah. Don't make any long term decisions when you're in that phase of love. Yeah. I say it twice because that that's when you'll make the stupid decisions. You'll, yeah. you'll do things on a whim that you're like, oh, but I just love this person so much. And in two years, your feelings for that person are going to change. Yep. You got to figure out what those feelings are after they've changed before you make any long-term decisions with that person. Yeah. Especially especially going from such a weird and bizarre time such as high school mm-hmm. in uh, and let's keep it to America. It's, uh, we can all agree that high school is such a fucking strange time for everybody in America. You don't know what you think. You don't even know the world outside of you, you know. And even then, the world you think you know inside of you doesn't equate to jack shit when you actually go out and start growing and evolving more wholesomely as a person. I want to see that actual equation. Like, jack shit on one side (laughs) equals who the fuck you are. (laughs) It's just like this this hard equal sign. (laughs) All of them divisible by by dumb. (laughs) Um, But, and you know what? I'll even throw in a couple variables variables to that uh exceptions to that equation which is i know two um i know two couples from high school that uh, personally that i know stick together they're still together to this day and they have they have kids uh, one of them has three kids the other one has two they're in from what i've seen loving relationships and one of them i could have called one of them i didn't i didn't i actually it was a little taken by surprise but one of them i could have called because they were here's how i knew they were legit and they were meant to to have a lifetime together because when they were together in high school, they weren't exclusive, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yes. Like, I was you're, able you're, to... You're saying that, like, they weren't, like, it wasn't like you were friends with, with one of them or both of them, and then when they were together, you weren't friends with them. Exactly. they, like, would just spend time with, yeah, them, with and themselves. Yeah, and even though they were cuddled up next to each other, um, I would, you know, I would be telling jokes to, to both of them, and she would be laughing just as hard as he would, and she would have conversations with me, then I'd have conversations with him. And they were just, they were just, they, yeah, they were with, they were next to each other, but they wouldn't shut out the world and just, like, have it be like, you know, like, oh, yeah, yeah, you guys. We're the, and then, but they're, they're only focused on each other. I, I, I actually feel like that's a sign of not doing. I, I just have to throw out, because this is not a visual medium, that Joseph and Allison just, like, came together all schmoopy, like, head yeah. on the shoulder. And I don't like, feel well. All we want to do is, like, make out with each other and, and forget about everyone else. There was a visual to go along yeah. with that, like, oh, my gosh, yeah, I love you so much that. That's what was happening. Yeah, yeah. And now I want to vomit. Um, uh, makes me want to vomit. Makes me want to vomit. But you know what I mean? That, that was, to me, that was a very clear sign that they, they're they not dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, about, like they, have, they, had, they had an inherent instinct of, well, yeah, of course we love each other, but that doesn't mean I can't enjoy my friends. That doesn't mean I can't pay attention to something else other than the fact that my, my significant other is right here at my hip, you know? Um, the other, the other couple, yeah, kind of, but I mean, they're doing okay and they're, they're well to do, uh, you know, it's just a different, a different level, different standard. But I've always noticed that if, if, a, if, a, if, if two people can be secure with themselves, again, bringing it back to the original point, secure with themselves and then secure in the relationship, and then they can enjoy life outside of that. That's a pretty clear indication that you're okay. I think, uh, because if you're not, and you can't even, I think Kevin Hart had a whole bit about this, where it's like if your girlfriend hears you having fun, and then you know you can't even you have to fake that you're not having fun because you know she's going to get pissed about it or he's going to get pissed about it. You, what are you doing? Right. Why are you in that relationship? That's not how you've been saying the, the the podcast. That's not the relationship for you. Right. You know. So that was that's a variable, but you are absolutely right that don't make that high school level decision with your high school level knowledge. You know? So what are, this is your question, so you can ask it of me if you want, but I'll ask you, what are the benefits? Why be in a relationship? Why do we do it? Why Besides, any... let's forget about procreation. Fuck procreation. Yeah. Because there are a lot of people who get in relationships for life and never have kids. So fuck yeah. procreation, uh, which, I mean, if you fuck, you will probably procreate if you're not careful, but 
Yeah, yeah. Fuck procreation. But I mean, as we said before, like even those platonic relationships where you never have sex, you just have an amazing sure. relationship with somebody. Um, I'll, I'll ask, how are you defining relationships? If you're if you're saying relationships for a partner, um, we've we've been talking largely about romantic relationships today. So let's stick to that vein. Why a romantic relationship? Right. Um, what's what's the good? Okay, and oh my god, I'm gonna vomit at the end of this because you know me, buddy. I don't like a lot of cheese. Soulmates. Uh, Soulmates huh? is the reason. Soulmates. That's the reason why you want to be with Janessa. Somebody. I just I know I'm a batch. Um, it's me, batch. Becca, you're such a batch. Yeah, Janessa, I know, but why am I alone? Because. Because you're a batch. Oh my god! You're alone because you're am, a batch, and I'm so proud of it. But why doesn't? Why don't they ever just want me? Well, be, for the same reason, no one wants me. Because you're a batch. Because I'm a batch. Oh my god! And like you know, you'd think somebody would be like, "Hey, you're a batch. I want you," but no one ever wants me. How come no one wants the batch? Right? We're just batches. Yeah. Why can't I meet, like, a bitch man? Bitches need love, too. Yes, they and do. And we deserve love. We Just do. because we push away everybody who loves us doesn't yeah. mean we don't deserve love. I just, I want to, I want to. You want it like you want a big, fat person to love you. <laughs> I, I will settle for a fat ass. I will do it. You're such a bad. You're a bad. Um, <laughs> some, like, like a fat ass comes up and, and like, oh, hey, hey, Becca, will you, will you go to prom with me? Ew, no, you're fat. Becca, you're such a bad. <laughs> I like how, and I love how Janessa just like, Becca, you're a bad. He was there. Um, you just said you'd settle for a fat ass. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm not that fat. You're Shut up. Fat. You're really a fat. You know what's funny? He's not. You guys are such batches. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? He's not. He's like he's like twelve pounds he's overweight. Like, yeah, he's yeah. like a hundred. He's like he's like six foot one, and he's like a hundred and ninety seven pounds. Mm-hmm. And he should be like one eighty five. Yeah, but he's just like he's fat. Um, why relationship? Why relationships? A, a beauty about relationships is why sometimes relationships? I sometimes I think it it adds some chill. <laughs> if I'm being honest, um, for example. Uh, and this is this is both relationship wise and sexuality. Before I had sex, I was you so only watch Netflix, and now you Netflix and, and chill. chill. That's why. I, that's how it adds chill. Yeah, yeah, I get it. it perfect. We can end the podcast that's in all of loud in the fog. We solve. Take take four. Take 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 five. <laughs> take take five. Take even. Fi- take a candy bar. Yeah, yeah, and 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 by the way, don't ever open an, a, a a closed soda. Be careful when you open a yeah, soda. Yeah, that's that's the new sign off. <laughs> uh-huh. um, uh, make sure make, never never open a. Uh, I don't remember what I said. Oh well, we'll cut <laughs> this. Go back to what you were saying. Um, uh, it, what I mean by a chill is I remember before I had a girlfriend for the first time, and before I had. Uh, uh, what is wrong with you? Allison is just like you had a girlfriend before <laughs> me. Oh, please. You never told me that. <laughs> I mean, besides the four you told me about, but you never told me about any others. You never told me about your girlfriends, the ones you didn't tell me about. Uh. You should have told me you never told me. <laughs> what, you didn't know? Why didn't you tell me you didn't know? <laughs> have you had any other girlfriends? No, I've only had five. Are there more? No, there's five. There's five? <laughs> So wait, so how many is five? <laughs> uh, well, there was one when I was in high school. You said there were five. Now there's one. <laughs> Jesus. Becca, stop. <laughs> um, uh, so I say chill because it, it gives you, it gives you a, a sort of life experience, I think. Um, because now you're, fine, you're kind of exploring what it means to engage and envelop somebody else in your life uh at a very very unique and specific way because you know a, a relationship with parents or siblings or friends very different than a relationship with a significant other right because it doesn't involve you putting a part of your body inside or taking that person's body i mean yours. it depends on the weird relationship you have with your parents siblings or friends <sighs> but i mean we live in california not yeah. Ar- not arkansas and we don't even. And we just lost our Arkansas. Audience. Yeah, all of our all all our Arkansas audience, because yeah, we're taking a hit there. 
But I mean, even if I'm being silly, like you ever just like play with your friends and you're like, I'm going to put my finger in your nose. And you're like, stop, man. And, and then they just put your finger in your nose. Like wet willies. You put it technically, you're putting your finger in somebody's ear. Um, anyways, uh, uh, so it, it, it helps you. It gives you a perspective on this very unique type of, of life thing that is relationships, a significant other relationships. <clears throat> but the chill I'm speaking of is I remember I felt completely outcasted before I got a girlfriend. And I've actually – I bloomed rather late in comparison to my surroundings where fucking all, all the kids that I knew growing up had girlfriends at like five. you know, And they were doing the stupid little kissy games out in recess and shit. I didn't get my first girlfriend until I was 14. And what a loser. <laughs> oh my, my god, god, Becca, he's such a loser. He is, Janessa. You're, Fuck you're, him. You're going to date him? He didn't have a girlfriend until he was 14. I don't want him anymore. Oh my gosh, and he's fat. And he's super fat. Oh my god. I'm tw- I'm like maybe 4 pounds overweight. Don't be a bitch. That's that's like 4 quarter pounder with cheese. Stop being a bitch to Becca. The math doesn't work for that. Did you get that, buddy? Yes, it's I, four I quarter pounders. Yes. That means you're four pounds overweight. Huh? You would need 16 quarter pounders to be four pounds overweight. Um, but I always, um, growing up, I felt this this weird exclusion. And then if, if, you, if you equate relationships with intimacy, sexual intimacy... Uh, I most everybody was fucking I knew losing their virginity at 14 to like 17. I didn't lose mine until I was 20. So it was like, oh, my God, Becca, <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing. He, he's like, he's not going to be good in bed. Um, anyway, I, everyone I know who's good in bed lost their virginity when they were 12. Right. Me, too. I knew I was good at you sex. lost your virginity when you were 12, 10. You're such a slut. You're a slut. I'm a batch. You're a batch. You're a batch. You're a batch. You're a batch slut. You're a slut batch. You're a, I'm a slut batch. <laughs> You're right. You're right. I love you, Becca. Let's be lesbians. Okay. Okay. I love pussy. Maybe that's why Becca and Janessa are, are looking for the perfect man. Oh, no, I ruined the end of that. I ruined it. Do oh. it again. Do it again. Oh, why, buddy? Do it again. Just like, like, uh, like, say let's, say let's be lesbians again. Um, you're a batch. You're a batch. You're a batch. You're a slut. You're a slut. You're a slut batch. You're a slut batch. You're a batch slut. You're a batch slut. You're a butch slut. Yeah, you know, yeah, I am a butch slut. Oh my god, you're right. Oh my god, Janessa, let's be lesbians. No, you're a batch. <laughs> no, you're a batch. That's the right ending. That's the right ending. She can't even get a lesbian lover because <laughs> Becca's a bitch. Um, and I don't even like calling women bitches. Um, but we just did a lot. A of lot. <laughs> In our defense, it was our characters. Yeah, it wasn't us. Yeah. We weren't saying those things. Yeah, our characters were saying those things. Mm-hmm. We're never going to answer this question. No, no. But no, basically. So, um, with I think with relationships comes this. If you're smart about it, it there's this empowering wisdom that comes with it mm-hmm. because you learn you learn about yourself. You quickly learn. The weaknesses in your character, I think, because you learn where your jealousies lie. You learn where your uh, your fears lie. You also learn where you yourself feel inadequate. And if somebody's caring enough, it's kind of nice to break past those fears and feel loved. You know, mm-hmm. it's nice. It's it's a really, it's a really kind of empowering thing. And I think sometimes. A relationship can empower you and make you feel even greater than, you know, if I'm using a, any kind of metaphor that's a little bit of a geekdom, it'd be like you're, if you're Superman, your your significant other would be the sun. Mm-hmm. It would be like our, 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 our yellow sun, you know? Yeah. So something like that. And breakups would be kryptonite. Becca, you're right. <laughs> No, sorry, Janessa, you're right. I don't know. I wasn't talking myself. I am right. We you're should right. be lesbian lovers. No, you're a bitch. Fuck you. Um, How about you, buddy? What do you think is? Well, I only have H- like I have like five seconds left because we're almost out of time. Oh, so uh, um, what's so, your, quick? My five second answer is: uh, uh, let's, uh, What's the benefit of having a romantic relationship? Sex. Take four and ask yourself: <laughs> Is it you or the food? Are you serious? Are we are we done? Yeah, we we should be. I would say I would say that. Uh, the the same answer I gave before that idea of company to me is the benefit of a relationship. That is the thing that I 
look for in a relationship above anything else. I want a person who I get to be there for, a person who's going to be there for me, uh, a person who I'm going to get to share uh, my thoughts with my jokes with somebody that I can just be myself with, you know, like, Mm -hmm. especially that, because for me, I am a very socially awkward person and there are very few people that I get comfortable enough with that I can just be absolutely myself and make the jokes that I'm comfortable with making and, uh, and be ridiculous in a way that I am comfortable with. Um, most of the time I reserve a large portion of my like weirder self because I don't know how people are going to take it. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, so having somebody that I can be that comfortable with that I'm like, whatever fucking thought pops into my head, I'm just going to say it. Whatever it occurs to me, like if I'm just like, I just feel like breaking into dance right now, I'm going to do it. Um, and they look at you and they love and, you for it. Right. Exactly. There's no, there's no like, what are you doing? Like Lilo Anytime I just randomly start to break into dance, she will too. Like, she's just like, yeah, dance party. Let's go. (laughs) Um, And sometimes the weirdest fucking thoughts I have, sometimes she's just like, what the fuck does that mean? But sometimes (laughs) she's like, oh, my God, I've had that exact same thought. Like, why has no one ever said that before? There it is. Yeah. That's the benefit. That That is a phenomenal benefit. Yeah. Uh, Oh, and by the way, just to say this, yeah. You, if you're Superman, they're the sun, but also inversely... There, there's their superwoman. If you're the or son, they're Superman. Yeah, and if 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 you you are you are their empowerment as well, right? And if if you if you have to work all the time and don't have time for them, then they're Superman and you're Krypton. Yeah, you're yeah, and then they're not special, right? Because Superman is legitimately only special on Earth. I feel like we should have been using Superman metaphors the whole time instead of serial serial metaphors. <laughs> These make a lot more sense. So, like, so basically, like child's play, uh, like Chucky. Right? Yeah, it's exactly. We like should that. have been something else. Yeah. He's a toy. It's a terrible metaphor. No, yeah, that doesn't work. So but, your favorite thing, but, buddy? Like, no, I'm so if you if you have if you have somebody that you like, not only not only can you like respect them and appreciate them, but also you have a good working relationship with them. You're like Clark Kent, and they're the the Daily News. Yeah. Not Lois Lane, but the Daily News right, itself. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, that's a that's a great. I like that the one where you is when you can be yourself around somebody, that person can help you figure out who you are. Yeah, I think is yeah. is pretty, and vice versa. That's but pretty. then, but then when uh, when you have somebody where it's like you want them all to yourselves, but like somebody else loves them a whole lot, and you are really jealous about that, then you're Lex Luthor, and that person is the Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. These metaphors are so much better. Mm-hmm. We figured it out. Let's go back and re-record the whole thing. Okay. Another two hours? Or we could just tell people. Take four and ask yourselves. Is it the food or is it you? I'm also, don't shake your soda bottles before you open them. Yeah, don't do that because they will explode I learned that the hard everywhere. way today. Hey, buddy, what's your favorite thing this week? Oh, yeah. It's... Uh... <laughs>